You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. <sighs> it's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. <laughs> Uh, Outdoor Adventure summits the airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'll be with you for the next about 40 minutes. Uh, by my side is the best co-host in all the land. Todd at the top is uh, coming from his living room, and we are trying a new uh, a new software program. This is uh, StreamYard, so we'll see how this goes. Todd, how you doing? So far, so good. I'm so stoked far. to try the new one. All right, let me bring you in. Oh, yeah, look at you. Look at you, how good looking you are there. Full, we can even go full Todd, solo layout, full Todd <laughs> for all the world to see. Very nice. On this week's show, we have, um, well, first I should say we are podcasting uh, inside Banyan 1, inside the Monarch in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District. And it's happening here today. There's lots of people buzzing around. We have Weekly Happy, old guys sending, uh, Tom Herbert. We'll show you that in just a minute. On the docket, including a Military Appreciation Day Fifth Annual Turn and Burn, Fly with the Flock, Junior Ski Instructor Program, Easter, Where Are You Eating? Junior Ski Instructor Program again, so it's two days. Okay, in the news, the snow report, hint, not much. Middle Fork update for camping, trail closures, Park Silly information. Uh, 70-year-old woman rides a really far distance. Uh, a teen died snowboarding in Park City. There are new dark sky designations. There's an uphill ski world record. Everest, what is the news about summoning this year? We'll find out. And the ice park was damaged. Give you something worth watching from Jones Snowboards and um, Gear 30 segment, Quote of the Week, Outdoor Jukebox. All of this and more on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show episode. Uh, let's go 373 geriatric sending. So let's charge. Summits with the agility of a mountain goat. Flashes routes faster than UPS. Is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. Todd, I don't think 51 is is necessarily geriatric, but... uh, Tom Herbert. I sure is. I sure is. F hope not. That's like really around the corner. And when I say like, re- that's like really around the corner. <laughs> I know, but the way they pose this story here, Tom Herbert, fifty-one, has climbed the famous bouldering problem, Midnight Lightning V8 in Yosemite. Tom's dad, T.M. Herbert, is a legendary Yosemite rock climber who uh, opened a number of lines in the nineteen sixties, and uh, we'll take a look at it here. Let's see. Let's go to the right app again. This is a little slow because I'm new at using all the new toys, all the new toys. So we'll bring in the little side. Oh, look at that. You can see right here. Here it is. And we'll push play on this guy. Ooh, good music. And I have <laughs> no way to Tommy turn it down. Herbert? Yeah. Young, a geriatric 51-year-old right there. That's what we're looking at. Which, yeah, it doesn't look very geriatric to me. Not at all. 
Uh, Midnight Lightning is on the Columbia Boulder in Camp 4 in Yosemite. It's been described as the world's most famous bouldering problem. First ascent was by Ron Koch in 1978. First female ascent was by Lynn Hill in 1998. Uh, chalk Lightning Bolt. See that Chalk Lightning Bolt on there? It was, was drawn by John McCarr in 1978. There he is, topping out. bouldering in jeans. He's bouldering in jeans. I know if you're not bouldering in jeans, uh, what are you doing actually? Um, yeah, so I don't have to do that. I just come back here. We'll bring us in full circle. Todd, how you doing, man? All is well. Yeah. Just trying to keep on top of it. Oh, I know you're always super just busy. trying to keep on top of it. <laughs> well, we have, I feel like um, I'm a little under it. <laughs> We have some stuff coming up. I mean, it's it's spring. COVID is waning, and um, we have some events. And so, we have April sec. What's today? The thirty first. So April second. Thirty first. Military Appreciation Day up at Powder Mountain. Show your military ID. You ski for free. Third, which is Saturday, is the fifth annual Turn and Burn up at Powder Mountain. It's a little different this year. Uh, I think they're going to. I think they're going to use a machine to make the turn and burn. But anyway. Fifth annual, head up to Powder Mountain and play along this Saturday. Also, starting this Saturday is an event that I normally sit at the finish line and MC, but it is the, you know, they're not doing it. They're doing the COVID safe alternative this year. It's the Fly with the Flock at the Ogden Nature Center. But this is kind of cool. You can go to the Ogden Nature Center. So you sign up, go to the Ogden Nature Center, and then you can just um, do the course there anytime between April third and the 15th and then just go to the visitor center and you can get your little medal and and everything and your finisher's prize and you're good to go um let's try this new setup oh look at that look we're boxed i can or we're, is this better or is this better the close-up versions i don't know i like the frames too yeah frames are kind of cool so there's that you could switch back and forth uh, yeah, so go run a 5K at the Ogden Nature Center, Fly with the Flock. That's April 3rd through the 15th. You have time to figure that out. Ever thought about getting your kids into the Junior Ski Instructor Program? Well, Snow Basin is hosting a program on the 3rd and the 7th. Um, so let's see what the information I have on that is. Um yeah, Snow Basin Sports, Snow Sports School will be conducting tryouts for our new Junior Ski Instructor Program on April 3rd and 7th. This program is open to all 14, 15, and 16-year-olds as of November 2021 uh, who would be interested in becoming a future ski instructor at Snow Basin. Snow Basin. Applicants should email <laughs> Phil Miller. That's pmiller at snowbasin.com. But it's coming up. It's They have it April 3rd, so... That's pretty cool. And then what are you doing for Easter? Question mark. Uh, celebrate Easter with a delicious brunch. Although brunch is going from nine to five. So that's a long a brunch at the Cinnabar or Huntington room up at snow basin on Sunday, Easter. Listen, if you're staying nine to five, you're getting your money's worth. You're yeah, you going are. back many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what kind of a brunch is it is it the kind that you could just you could do that like you just uh just stay it out yeah just stay it out oh my gosh that's I so think funny. that's not a bad idea at all um okay let's get 
Should we jump into some newsworthy stuff here? Oh, you know what? I didn't share all the news stories to my other screen. So let's just see how how this goes. Um, I wonder if I can wonder if I can move it over. Let's try this. Well, that didn't work. I went the wrong way. You know how when you have two screens and you're not used to how it goes? Oh boy. And people are messaging me. <laughs> That's my mom, of course. <laughs> she knows. She, she knows. knows. She knows what we're supposed to be doing at this time of the day, I guess. Um That's funny. Oh well. And there's a campsite that closed down. And for those of you who are familiar, it's Middle Fork in the valley that gets a ton of mistreatment and i have some a friend one friend in particular who is up there who uh, was very excited that this got shut down because apparently it's just like debauchery and drugs and gross up there i don't know i haven't been up there but um for those of you who know it or plan on camping there at the middle fork it's not open this year so don't go Ski Where report. am I going to go for my debauchery? <laughs> debauchery. I don't know. Netflix. I don't know. Where do you got to go? Stay home and Netflix. <laughs> Stay home and Netflix. <laughs> All right. All right. I can't argue that. I can't argue that. That sounds all right. According to SkiUtah.com, there's been no snow in the last 24 hours for basically everybody. So, I believe it. That's your ski update. No snow. Um, I want that to be sponsored. I wish that that <laughs> ski update was sponsored just now. <laughs> no snow. <laughs> that ski update sponsored by. Also, be sure to check out Rooster's Brewery, Rooster's B Street. <laughs> by the way, I have news on oh, Rooster's B Street. Dude. They're closing the 24th Street Bridge westbound, which it's like, okay, well, then how, yeah, do, you tell, e how do you even get like there? Summer. Yeah, Fall. you got to go like thirty first and around, I guess. Way or way around, way around there. So, go visit our friends who do not sponsor the ski sec, the snow updates segment yet. There's no snow, but go cool off after a weekend on the slopes with some Roosters Brewery at B Street. Plus, use the heck out of twenty fourth before they shut it down until fall. Oh man, drive back and forth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so the U.S. Forest Service, you went to Wasatch Cache National Forest specifically, is shutting down a very popular trail. I saw this saw some excitement on Facebook. I I noticed it is the uh, East Fork base. Okay, so you know when you hike uh, Wheeler Creek Trail, it's Wheeler Creek East Fork right there below, or or opposite down from Green Pond, I guess, um, and Wheeler Creek Middle Fork. Wheeler Creek Trail from, but I remember hiking this a couple of years ago with you, and you get to that section where it's very muddy and and rutted out and stuff because the mountain bikers and horse horses horse rider people yeah say horses horse, not horse horses I don't even know what that meant yeah I don't know horses oh, horses horses uh, they when it's muddy that's not good for the trail so they're not shutting good it down. At all. And it shut it down for a while. It says, please do not go on that trail forever. Um, April 1st, which is tomorrow, today when this airs, through June 1st. So just through the fall when it's wet. You guys, there's plenty of trails around here. Go find another trail. You'll be fine. 
For more information, go to U.S. Forest Service, Uinta Wasatch Cache National Forest for more information. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Okay, so you remember Park Silly, the arts market? Yeah. Oh, we're close up. Uh, you can now apply for this this summer because they had to shut it down last season as with all oh, pretty much everything. So the Park Silly Sunday Market is accepting applications for its 2021 season after last year's cancellation. Weekly open air street fair scheduled to open on my birthday. That was really nice of them on June 6th. Is it June 6th again this year? My birthday hasn't changed. And uh, this morning, oddly enough, was it this morning or last night? It might have been last night. I had to go get a health checkup for insurance purposes. And uh, and the doctor said, oh, you're 46. And I said, and, and I was like, yeah. But am I? Because I was thinking I was actually older. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to have to do the math. I, I thought I was older than that. And so, yeah, I had to ask my wife. She's like, well, you're born in 74. I'm all I know, but I can't do the math. You got to do the math. Because if I do the math, I got to use a calculator. And that's just, that's embarrassing. That definitely means so I'm this older. year you'll be 47. I'll be 47. Yeah, I didn't know. I yeah. thought I thought this whole last year, I thought I was 47. Huh. So I get it, do what it would twice. You have done? It's a redo. What would you have done? It's I don't know. Redo. Yeah. I think last year is more or less a redo for a lot of us. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. So Park Silly opens up on June 6th this year. A 70-year-old Ogden woman is the first in her age group to complete a 90-mile bike race challenge in Mesquite. Are you, are you sensing the theme here of today's show? It's geriatric sending. Um, 70 is... I'm just, I'm looking up a thesaurus for geriatric right now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I looked it up too. It's it's the study of uh, the elderly. Yeah. Caring for the elderly. Use another word. Geriatric sending. Uh, so 70-year-old Vicki Nielsen of Ogden did something recently. Not many, this is according to KSL, did something not many re- do, her age do. She biked 90 miles. Not only that, it was in the wind, uphill both ways. But seriously, it was a 6,000 feet in elevation gain from start to finish. And it was part of the Mesquite Madness race event on Saturday, March 20th. But she did say, uh, she said, I've done several 100-mile rides, but this race was very difficult. The race has a lot of climbing. Uh, I actually really like hill climbs, but what I didn't expect was the wind. There was a huge headwind for the first 22 miles. Uh, that was about 23 to 25 miles per hour with gusts of 50 miles per hour. That'll knock anybody on their ass. And so congrats to her. 70 years, 70 years young, I should say. Crushing it on bike bike racing. Very cool. Um, I know I know I did not ride that far last week. I can that's for sure. I did not do that go that far. There was an accident in a PCMR where a snowboarder, a teenager, hit a tree and died. Uh, the police said the man was 18 years old from Lexington, Kentucky. It was a little after 3 p.m. He was on the mid-mountain run, a beginner slope close to several lifts like the Bonanza Express lift. The man left the, the run hitting a tree. Uh, they're not quite sure exactly how he died, but he did die of his injuries. So uh, it's a reminder to be careful out there. He did have a helmet on. Um but he hit the tree really hard probably and that's not good so be careful don't get too crazy out there on the slopes it's the end of the season stay safe 
There are new, two new specifically, dark sky designations. And Todd, if you can tell me where these state park, they're Utah state parks. I have no idea. I don't even know where, where these are at. The Fremont Indian and Goosenecks state park receive international dark sky park designations. This is on the stateparks.utah.gov website. The International Dark Sky Association or IDA <laughs> has awarded international dark sky park designations to Fremont Indian and Gooseneck State Parks. Both parks have exceptionally dark skies. That's amazing. In a beautiful and unique setting, uh, these parks bring the total dark sky designations to 10 within Utah Division of State Park Systems. This is more designations than any other state park system in the world. The, the entire world. It's dark in Utah, apparently. Well, we at least have the designations to say that it's dark in Utah, in case you want to go brag about that. This says Gooseneck State Park offers a thousand foot vertical view of 300 million years of Earth's geological history and a 360 degree vista of the heavens. The park's most famous feature has been its view of the tightly wound entrenched meander the San Juan River carved out over eons. So that's where that's at. Hmm. Let's go. Well, I want to check it out. Hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Over eons. How long is an eon? That's about as long as we've been doing this show. So <laughs> something like 10 years. So that's one eon. <laughs> that's years. one eon. <laughs> no. No, it's what it feels like. Oh, it's what it feels it's not like. The actual it's what it feels time. like. Oh, okay. Like. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Uh, if you feel like uh, going up, skiing uphill a lot, uh, there's a new world record. A, according to Snowbrains and other out, outlets, but a woman broke the uphill ski world record in, for women and men. I mean, she broke the entire record. Ascending. She over seventy. If she's not over seventy, we're not covering. Is she geriatric? Is she geriatric? Uh, no, I mean she's she's very young and fit. But when I say very young, I don't know if she's in her twenties or thirties. Her name is Martina Valmasoy. Valmasoy. Martina Valmasoy. Aha. But she skied. She skied fifty-seven thousand eight hundred and ninety feet within twenty-four hours. So I was talking to Chase. And he's like, okay, wait, how, wait, how far was that? I said 57,890 feet. And he's like, okay, wait, so I can ski snow basin, but it would be like skiing further than you can actually ski on snow basin. So up a little higher in an hour. And, um, I'd have to do that. He's like, if I'm busting my ass, I can get up there in, a, in like 50 minutes. And so just under an hour, he's like, but I'd have to do that like 24 times. And he just blew him away. He's like, dude, that's insane. That's, it's nuts. Because, you know, he does it once. He's like, wait, wasted, right? And he's young, 24, 25 year old, Mr. Likes to Ski a Lot, you know, guy. And he just thought that that is an amazing amount of vertical feet within 24 hours. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's hard to like understand how, just exactly how much that is. 57,890 vertical feet skied. It's pretty crazy. So, Good news. Uh, this is a little hint, and I don't really have a lot of information on this yet, but Snow Basin's closing for the season soon. However, the uh, Snow Basin Ski Foundation, they're putting on a 
an uphill event after the resort is closed. And so that like when they're closed, there's less rules, right? So, but it's a sanctioned event. It's Snow Basin knows about it, in other words. And it'll be like a 24 hour race. So if you think you can beat Martina, what was that her name? Was that her name? Uh, you, you'll have the chance to do it. Or maybe it's only 12 hours at, at uh, Snow Basin, but you can like, oh yeah, I totally did half that in the time. Your chance is coming up. Start training. You've got like two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> plenty of time. Plenty that of time. Is plenty of time. Plenty oh, time. yeah. Uh, all right. Mount Everest is closed. Can't even look at it. Just can't even. It's closed. If you look at it, you turn to stone. According to <laughs> ABC News. Um, Nepal and China decided to suspend climbing permits for the spring. COVID. Thanks, COVID. Hashtag. Hashtag thanks, COVID. China and Nepal are not giving permits to climbers hoping to summit the Mount, the Mount Everest this season. The reports that climbers won't be able to make attempts from either the northern Chinese-controlled Tibet side of the mountain or the southern Nepal side come as the world combats the, and still combats, the novel coronavirus pandemic, which originated in China. The Nepal Tourism Board announced Friday that all the permits for mountaineering expeditions issued and to be issued for spring 2020. F and A. Is this a year old? I just pulled up a year old. This this was in like it was new. <gasps> March 13, 2020. Why did why did this Maybe it was pull updated up like it was new? Let me scroll to the bottom. Cause I yeah, obviously it was canceled last year. I thought they were I you know gosh dang it. I I saw it originally on outside magazine and um outside never lies right i'm going back to outside outside business journal let's cruise back to outside business journal and see if they have an update on this particular story because i saw it pop up and then they were talking about how how the supply (laughs) how is the outdoor industry dealing with supply coping with supply issues and disruptions due to the uh was it was it the suez canal that was jammed up there yep. for a little while and then i they saw jammed up did you see how they got it loose they sent in um the budweiser clydesdales horses and then those horses they just hooked it up to the boat and they pulled that boat right on out of there it was pretty impressive i don't most people don't know that's how it got unstuck but i'm shaking my head for those of you that a, are not hearing anything story. on my side true story true story Let's get up. Shaking my head. <laughs> but for those of you that are listening to this show a year from now, that story is two years old. <laughs> FYI, that story is two years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, let's let's do a, a screen share and then I'll show uh we'll we'll pop in some information. This is with you and I on the side. Okay. Twelve thousand pounds of rock fall destroys a vital infrastructure at URA. This is really sad. Um, yeah, so the ice park there, this he'll talk about, we'll play the video is, uh, got beat up, man. When this rock fall fell, I guess. Hi, my name is Peter O'Neill. I'm the executive director of the Uri ice park. We had a devastating accident, roughly 12,000 pounds of rock fall came down and took out the trestle that supports the climber access 
to the schoolroom and the trestle part of the ice park. It's what feeds the sprinkler heads that make the ice in the schoolroom, in South Park, in New Frontier, virtually 70% of our ice farming is now offline. That gray rock is where it came off and it just tumbled. You can see the rock fall coming down, hitting the trestle, and the whole thing just collapsed down into the bottom. I mean, it was pretty astounding. Luckily, it happened at night and no one was here. Yeah, that's a lucky part. Well, yeah, could you imagine, like, belaying somebody or being on the ice and that thing falls down? Oh, my gosh. Well, hopefully it'll be and rebuilt. Unless we can repair it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be about 50,000 plus, I think he says. So, so I'm out here asking you to support the park. For those of you who are members, thank you. Your membership is what helps us make the ice. The estimation right now is that the repairs could cost us anywhere from 50,000 or more. Yeah. We are actually a very, very small nonprofit that runs the Erie Ice Park. Have you been there? And the Erie Ice Park you want to support. is really the heart and soul of the Uray winter economy. It's a great little really town. We do not have the resources to rebuild what was destroyed. And this accident comes at the back end of having a very successful ice climbing season. Okay, and this was, this was, this is this year. This was just a week ago. In case I was going to follow that up, your, but this was new. Yeah, that's good. In case anyone's confused, it, it really did uh, happen. Um, Okay, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, is it is it too soon to say that rock beats ice if we're doing the? Oh wow! Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's no too it, soon. it definitely beats whatever was holding the ice up, the ice structure up there, and pumping the water through, for sure. Uh, this week's. Well, I hope they raise that money. Don't I know it? I feel good that they're going to raise. Yeah, it. go. I posted it on our Ogden Outdoor Adventure Facebook page already. So, like the link to that article, so you can donate. Um, Jones, what about Jones? We'll, we'll get Jones to well make a donation. Yeah, he should be able to cover it, but he's too busy snowboarding and making snowboards. They have a new film, a twelve-minute one, called The Lodge Boys. I didn't watch hey, this. Okay. Anything can happen. I'm just glad he's got CDs. Here we go. We're about to bump. Look at that van. How is that? It's like eight track almost. Ah, that's like some good snowboarding. The Lodge Boys is on YouTube. This looks, looks and sounds like a good time. It does. That was a good time. This barely released. What's today? The 30th? 31st? This was released yesterday. 2021? 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank I mean, jeez. There's nothing stronger than friendships bonded by snowboarding. The countless adventures, epic pow days, chairlift banter, and time well spent with your best friends in the mountains are memories that last a lifetime. Lodge boys are a perfect example of that, a close group of show more. Huh? 
close group of friends formed in the misty mountains of the Pacific Northwest. Give each other as much shit, but then never get sick of each other. And I think that's just like that's how you know you're good friends. Brother, yeah. That's how you know you're a lodge boy. There it is. And, uh, Go check it out. Okay. Now for the really fun part. Guess what? Um, well, let's go to gear30.com because since we have the page pulled up here. It's timing me out. Gear, not gear. I feel like I'm, I'm in class. <laughs> We're doing like a tutorial. Yeah, this is the gear thirty. It's the gear thirty segment. How about that? Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, this is cool. Oh, what? The gear thirty's preview. got a website. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> Holy okay. smokes! E eight new products. We're stoked on. This is what. This is a great blog for the gear thirty segments. Uh, I helped McKenna. McKenna is amazing. She does fantastic. She comes up with like, you know, what are we going to write about? And then it's like, let's get together and talk about the products. So these are some of the new products coming into the shop that we're excited about. Uh, the Hemlock hats, sun cloud sunglasses. They're all only $55. Um, they're owned and made by Smith optics. They're polarized. They're just not, um, there's not made out of the quite as expensive stuff. New Osprey so packs. So be good on the water. Fanta I call them sup glasses because when you lose them in the drink, you only lose 55 bucks instead of 200. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is right there. Free fly bamboo sun hoodie. These things are soft as butter on your skin. UPF 20 plus sun protection. You know, these got really popular down in the south where people like to stay nice and cool and it's very you know, the humidity is high and they're fly fishing all day. Um, and they wear these like hoodies and they just sort of took off here in Ogden as well. So they're back for more free fly bamboo sun hoodie. Kota Paxi packs are always a good seller at the shop. Um, I have a feeling more people will be traveling. Last year was, you know, very much like local outdoorsy stuff, of course. But this year, I think more people will travel. We do have some of the travel bags from Kota Paxi if you're looking for stuff like that backpacking uh new backpacking packs there's the archeon packs from osprey sort of a throwback more look little clean lines timeless fabrics so Arche archeon yeah you can count on these packs to feature osprey's signature utilitarian function and durability petzl grigri so this is not a new product but um Notable because they're offering this gold standard of belay device at a new lower price. So it's a little cheaper this year. You can get the Grigri if you don't have one yet. And you know what you should do is you should attach that to a black diamond rope, which are, is a very nice rope. So the Babsy, this new one is the 9-2 um, dry protected from the inside out with a corn sheet that's dry treated, making it an all-weather sending machine built to handle abuse from one of the best all-around climbers in the game. You, you know, you. Uh, Platypus quick draw microfilter. So this is one of those like handheld, gravity-ish. You can just squeeze microfilter. How cool is this? You can fill it up while you're out there hiking along. It's an easy shake to clean technique. Allows the quick draw to maintain fast flow rates. Do you know how many 
fast flow rates. I advertisements I listen to on sports talk radio every day, Todd. They ask me if I've got <laughs> issues with my flow rates. <laughs> I promise they can fix them. Do they not know hey, about the platypus? <laughs> speaking of geriatric episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guess what? We I talked to Cody, the ecom guy at Gear 30. For those of you listening, our OOA faithful, there is a code for you. You can go buy stuff from Gear 30, gear30.com at checkout. Type in the code. That thing's kind of going crazy. Type in the code OOA. It's difficult. Do you remember it was 12%? We had that 12% discount. For a while, yeah. For a while. Well, guess what? It is now... Um, 15%, 15%. So friends, family. Are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Giving away the house. I'm just giving it away. Go to. Just for putting away. Just for putting away. Nice. All right. I mean, we do have friends and family who watch this show and they live out of state and they love our shop. Um, gear 30, gear 30.com shop there. And, Type OOA at checkout, save 15% on your purchase. Why? Because we love you. And I think that's important. Um, okay. Well, that was fun. There's my show notes. What are we forgetting? Um, not much. I think that's about it. So let's go back to the split screen ski here. Um, well, I don't think StreamYard let us down today. No, we'll did, see how was it, it okay? We'll see how the recording looks. I'll give you a quote of the week. Do not fear to be eccentric in opinion, for every opinion now accepted was once eccentric. That's Bertrand Russell. I like it. Uh, thank you to Bandy and One for powering today's 373rd episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to the Bandy Collective on YouTube. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thebandycollective.com, the Podbean app for Android and iPhones. All show notes with links are available at thebandycollective.com. DM us on Instagram at Ogden Adventure. Um, oh my golly gee willikers, Todd, I forgot a van sessions. Should we go find one? Yeah. <sighs> okay. So let's do let's do this together as a okay. family, shall we? Okay, let's go here. Yeah. And then we'll jump up to, we got to do a new thing here. We'll go to thebandingcollective.com. This is so fun doing this together. It is kind of fun. <laughs> oh man, look how slow it's loading though. You can tell good dad jokes in the interim. Not going to happen. Look, I have the little icon. Do you see that? It's, it's highly visited on my icons. So slowly pulling up, and then we're going to go click on Van Sessions, maybe. I think the negative thing about using StreamYard is that my computer is a 2015, and it struggles just processing all the things. You know what I mean? Okay, so Van Sessions. Websites aren't what they used to be. Well, they're so powerful. There's so much stuff going on now. We've got the yeah, snar 100%. Snarling Yarns, Mother Lights, Triggers, which was recent. Nick Garn, Compass Rose, Branson Anderson was good. Should we listen to some Branson? Um, Mothers of Mayhem, Seeking Tragedy. That was a little, oh, some screamo. I think we need, uh, 
Uh, who's our... We're not, I don't want to disclose this, but I'm thinking of the theme of the episode, so I'm trying to find... Oh, geriatric? We need an we old a, person? We have a pretty youthful, <laughs> a pretty youthful bunch in the van. We're all, yeah. we're all young at heart. I think you and I are the oldest ones that have been in the van at this point. Heavy buckets might give us a run. They're not, they're not as youthful as the rest of them. <laughs> Hopefully they will be proud of that. Fact. Chuck Dub. Remember Chuck no Dub? That was oh, good. Oh, forget about it right there. There's our, there's our solo right there. Scott uh, Rogers, dude, that guy's old as dirt, <laughs> old as dirt. Done. That's our, that's I mean, our let's, let's right just there. see how old he is right here. Oh my! He cracks me up because he and I, he and I were both the same age. Oh, you guys! Yeah. I think he might be a week or two, like a week or a month or two older. So he is old as dirt, as far as I'm concerned. So. Live from the wow. garden at the Monarch. That's how it goes. Here he is. It's so loud. I don't even know how to turn it down. It's John Muir would say the mountains Let's are calling. We must go. We might. Let's go. Oh, we'll clean up this mess. Don't have to burn down what's left. You hold yours, I hold mine. When we get right down to it, we ain't stopping that water moving. Then roll through here, leave us behind. I know we're fine. Done who